Do it. Do it now. Who is waiting on your voice? You have a message people need to hear. Stop putting it off and do it. Do it now. The And Believe Podcast Network is here to advance your vision. Let's start your podcast today. What's up, everybody? Today, I got some guests. They excel at marriage. They're selling a business. They're selling an entrepreneurship and the various capacity in which their day-to-day naturally brings on. We're going to be tackling the subject called Neglecting Us. Now, this subject is aimed at strengthening marriages, so I pray this finds you doing well. And go ahead, grab your pencil, grab your paper, grab your tablet, whatever you're going to do, whatever you need, because a lot of nuggets are going to be dropped in these sessions as we continue to unfold this ongoing discussion. And as always, I thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to come before y'all once again. So get ready, buckle up, the discussion's already happened. Let's go. I would like to, I guess, talk on the impact of it, um, ensuring that y'all have that um, that time as a couple. Even though you're you're, you're business owners, you're 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 working. Um, even even though come on, baby, even though you um, you have several different hats that you're that you have to wear, but um, intentionally making sure that you have, you put on that hat to, to be a couple. Um, how has that impacted y'all? Or what we say, uh, the, the change. Uh, I know for us, uh, we, uh, when we, when we began to actively do this, um, at first, I'm not gonna lie to you, we, we were just so used to just pushing through whatever we had to push through. It's like, we just kind of didn't, didn't really it didn't really phase us but when we started doing it it felt good like i was i, I, was, I was like bae oh here she is <laughs> I, I, I was like bae oh this feel good <laughs> you know it's just it's just it's just me and my wife and um uh, we don't we don't have even though again we love our kids and we're not we're not um we're not advocating a um a home where uh, where kids do not receive what they need. We're not advocating it at all. Um, we're actually we're, we're advocating a home that's that's whole. You know, but it, 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 I, I know that that's that's there's, that's not real deep, but it felt good. <laughs> it felt real good, and um, it it, it um, I'm, I'm gonna stop right there. Let y'all want to um, I'm trying to, trying to grab hold of the, of, of the question so I can answer it in, in completely. Okay. So how does it affect us when we don't? But it's it, it's fine to say, Donovan. Look, man, you you got caught up in what you were saying, and you never asked the question. <laughs> you just went straight to the answer. So uh, what what I was saying is um um and making sure that uh that y'all have that time as a couple. How has that impacted y'all's lives? For me, for Carlin, uh, it's twofold. Because when we don't have that time and we, 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 we're lacking that that romance or that, that spiritual, physical connection, 
it impacts me on the outside world as well. Because when, when God gave me wife and God made, you know, Eve Adam, she became his helpmate and, it, and she completed him. So when yes. we're lacking that quality time together, I feel less of a spiritual leader. Yes. Because God said first take care of your wife and your household yes. and then take care of everything else. So if I feel like I'm taking care of my work and, you know, youth pastoring and chaplain and all these other things, but neglecting the home front, yes. I feel yes. guilty. Yeah. I feel I don't feel good inside. Like, how can I be a good steward of this when God said my first ministry is my wife? So when I'm outside of home, I feel guilty and I feel like burden, like I'm not really a good steward of to God and like I'm not honoring God. But when we are spending that time together and we feel like we had, you know, a good time, we had that date night, we had that connection, then I feel empowered. Like, God, I'm ready for you to put on whatever else you want me to do on top of this. But when I'm neglecting it, I don't want to do anything else outside. Like I get agitated. Like, Lord, I don't want to do youth pastoring or <laughs> like, Lord, I don't want I don't want to talk to this person. I don't want to minister to this person because I want to focus on my first lady. And it's like, you know, I, I, I get frustrated. Like, man, you got me talking to this guy and I got to do this and do this. But I really want to just go home and, you know, just hang with the wife or do something. But when I when it is filled and I love tank is filled, then I feel empowered. Like, all right, Lord, who, who you got on the schedule? Like, what do you want me to do next? Because I feel like I honored him by being there for my first lady. That's just me personally. Um, I think it's really helped, like, because our son has sickle cell disease, I get really nervous of people watching him. Like, it's not a lot of people that I trust being around him because he can't get sick. So it was really becoming where I wasn't trusting God. And I was like, always consumed, like I could never be away from my children. So we just started doing little things. Like we used to come home on our lunch break every day so that we could see the baby. Now we pull up in the parking lot and just meet each other every day for an hour, just us two. Um, because I felt like we needed to put each other So. Um, we just did little things like that. And then my mood is better, like my husband said. When I don't get a lot of quality time with my husband, I get really cranky, like irritated with everybody and everything. Um, so I think just being intentional and making little adjustments, because I mean, we all have three, four kids, so you can't spend a whole day with your spouse all the time. It's just not gonna happen. <laughs> But you can do little things, you know, 30 minutes here, an hour there, put them to bed, maybe got two hours, stuff like that. Yeah, and I, I guess you can look at it like this. You won't always hit the 90 yard run for a touchdown, but if you get five yards, 10 yards every now and then, you're still walking your way into the end zone. So sometimes you're looking for that 90 yard big carry, that home run, you know what I mean? But, and that's what I was kind of thinking, like, man, we're going to Fayetteville, we're going to go to our favorite place, we're going to go this but we can't do that, that's just unrealistic. So we can't put that on us, but we can meet for an hour or we can kind of go, you know, take the long way home, get those little 10 yard gains, a little five yard gains, and eventually you're going to get that, which you... <laughs> that brings And so y'all got to work with me. Uh, what, what would y'all say are the signs and symptoms of neglecting them? I know we kind of touched and hinted on it here and there, um, and, and I'll throw in another one there too. Um, um, does neglect enough 
neglecting us have a preference or a specific face or is it just always something that can affect anybody um i'll answer you said does it have a face and then where's some of the like the red flags right yeah red flags oh, signs something yeah um i don't think it has a face necessarily because i feel like it can be kind of let out to anyone um but i would say some of like the red flags would probably be like of course like she said getting that you know starting to get cranky nagging at each other um nitpicking you know little things that wouldn't necessarily bother you suddenly bother you um you know for instance this isn't us but i know it's, it's something that's joked with joked about with spouses all the time um you know your husband may not put his stuff in the laundry basket but all of a sudden because you're not getting quality time now that bothers you you know um or you know he's not washing the dishes but did your husband ever wash the dishes why is that bothering you now like just something like you know something like that um that's definitely a red flag um of course if if you're a significant other or like in any relationship if they're you know no longer coming to you for advice or to talk they're starting to look for that communication with somebody else you know i would say that's a, a red flag but i wouldn't i don't think it has a face um i think anything can create that i think anything can um receive the back end of that i think you know like uh carlin was saying when if he's not spending that time with his wife you know he can go to work and be frustrated or everything else that's going on in life can be frustrating just because yes. he has spending that time with his you know with his wife so he may be going off on somebody at work when it's just oh i just haven't haven't got to see my wife this week or something like that Type type that this is good, <laughs> but but no seriously, um, this this is uh, amazing. Um, and I, I wanted, and the reason I like to ask that question is because uh, when it comes to marriage, um, because it's such a a, a public thing, um, finding yourself here, it can be discouraging. But I want people to know, man, it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, just like any any other um, illness or, or, or condition, it can affect anybody. You know, the the, the recipients is infinitely many. But um, as you all said, um, it's all a matter of how you approach it, navigate it. Okay. <laughs> all right. And so, um, how do you all manage conflict at your home? And um, since both of y'all went already at first, we'll, we'll start with us. And um. So the way we manage conflict at our, at, at our home is, um, oh, she, I'm sorry, my, my, my daughter's trying to, <laughs> but the way, the way we manage, manage uh, conflict at our home is, is real simple. Um, first and foremost, we don't respond to the signs and symptoms. Uh, in responding to the signs and symptoms, you'll exhaust all your resources, but the problem will still be there. So we have to deal with stuff at the root. What is really causing this? Uh, for, for an example, I have a daughter that's four years old, and um, before, she, before she turned four, um, you know, people will sometimes see her her push her, her little her younger brother down, and they'll say, "Oh, oh, she's jealous." And I say, "No, she, she's not jealous." And people didn't understand why I would say that, and the reason I was saying it is because um, I knew that my daughter, even though she was super young, what she was saying was that, "Daddy, I, I want more time with you." 
mommy, I want more time with you. But she didn't have she didn't have all of the um, the vocabulary or ability to communicate that way. It was he getting a lot of attention. I want some, <laughs> you know. So um, making sure we're dealing with it at the root, and then um, making sure that um, we treat it as a unit, um, both me and her together. And uh, so that means that we we're, we have to talk talk through it. We have to, uh, much like how we're doing here, uh, we're, we have to define it. Uh, what are the the KPIs, the key performance indicators? What are the main things that are contributing to the outcome of this? We have to identify it, and we have to find a way that um, to to measure it so we so we can remedy it. And so um, that's that's how we manage conflict. I know that sounds dominant. That sounds great. But what, what are you really saying? So what I'm saying is, um, so for example, if my wife and I, we have a disagreement, um, it, it, it may be sometimes we, uh, we, we will fuss at each other, but what we, what we decide to do is we're not gonna, um, we're not gonna go to bed mad at each other. If we got to write it on a piece of paper and say, hey, read this, we're gonna, we're gonna do that. If we have to, um, uh, we, we, we we got these. We got these in my bedrooms. Yeah, we got. We got. You know, all, all types and ways to to communicate. You know, first and foremost, we can't be silent on what we're feeling, and so we have we have to communicate that. And uh, once we do that, um, from there, then we look. We start looking at ourselves. Man, is this something I need to grow? Is this something I need to? Uh, is this is this an area where uh, it's out of my control? Like like what what? is really going on and we have that conversation um keep we're, we're asking each other um, <laughs> and, and asking and asking each other um you know um how do we fix this how do we remedy, remedy it and so, sometimes this conversation is had and hatched over and over again because um um i'm i'm, I'm very uh particular about it and, and I, I want to make sure that um we get we we treat it at the root cause, and then that we that we uh, bring forth the right solution. Uh, when I when I started, no, you don't. <laughs> and when, when when I started doing this, you know, little, 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 but when I started doing this, um, I noticed that the atmosphere and home changed. Um, <laughs> I noticed that the atmosphere in my home changed, and um, when I say that. Um, the kids and their behavior change. Um, the way me and my wife um, interact with each other, each, each other, that change. Um, but yeah, that, that's that's how it is, man. We deal with it. We don't. We do not respond to the signs and symptoms. We get down to the root cause. Uh, we make sure that whatever we're going to implement, um, we've talked it out and this and this, and we've identified what are the key contributing factors to it. And I want to say this too, um, you know, um, in the Bible, uh, you know, Paul, he was writing about this. He was saying, if you're going to be married, you're going to have to deal with um, splitting that time between God and pleasing God and pleasing his spouse. So um, don't feel like um, I, I've met people who, and I, to be honest with you, we, that was about, that was about I had. Cause like I, I love fasting, I love uh, pressing in with God. You know, God was speaking. I'm like, oh God, oh God, stop! Hey, God said, that's what God said. You know, um, you know, and it would 
but it, it would just be so amazing to me. Like that, that, that really, it was, that was very satisfying to me, um, hearing the voice of God and, and, and being in his presence and having these encounters. And so, and um, that, that was something I had to get a handle on. So I'm like, okay, yeah, Donovan, you can, you can spend hours and hours praying, but then what about your wife? That's really good. Um, and I was going to mention that earlier when we were talking about define. I know this is going way back to the beginning, but just efficient of neglecting us. I was going to say sometimes that doesn't necessarily look like neglecting us as a team. It looks like the, neglecting our own self care needs. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It should definitely be spending time with God. So if one of us is not doing that, if one of us is not doing the things that we need to do to take care of ourselves, it makes that's another thing that also can make spending time together difficult because you're neglecting yourself, you know? So, um, I just want to add that in there, but I forgot the question. <laughs> it's all right. That was my brain for a second. <laughs> um, the next piece I would like to say is, um, how do you all balance? We, we, we all kind of hitting on these, on these here, but how do you all balance the load? Um, if you don't know, I guess you can you can uh, you know a bit of realize it from uh, my questions. But um, uh, I have a, a background in, in Lean Six Sigma, so and there's this, this concept called line balance. Uh, I'm pretty sure we've all experienced it at work, where there is either one person or one group of people that get all the work done. So at home, but at home, how do y'all balance the load? <laughs> you said how do we balance the yeah how do you balance the low uh and this is so, basically like for example what we do um i try to do it every week but for the most part <laughs> so um okay so what i do um like week, i try to go ahead and prep the meals for the week and i'll prep the meals for everyone for my husband, myself, and the kids as well, and like their food, I'll put like in, you know, one tray. Um, that way it's easy to just pop one tray in the microwave, warm it up, and then split it between the two of them. Um, also, like water bottles. Um, you know, we try to keep water bottles for everyone and keep watering them so we can make sure that we're drinking water um, on the daily. <laughs> um, also, um, Go ahead and like pre-stuff, like stuff the diapers beforehand, or I think there's some more stuff. Um, every time before you before you leave, normally you already uh, uh cook breakfast for them as well. Oh yeah, get up and cook breakfast in the morning, and then cook dinner in the evening. Um, taking a pouch of milk down out of the freezer in the morning for the day, so it can go ahead and thaw out and be ready by the time it's time for the baby to eat. Awesome. We're just we're we're just literally the opposite. It's just he's doing that stuff for me um, because he does leave, and a lot of times it's me, you know, with the kids. Unless our sitter comes to help, so we're almost the same thing. Except he's the one doing that for me. Yeah. I mean, as far as like like the, the whole reason why I do that is because you know I try to I believe that you know like we gotta out love each other. So I'm gonna to try to be that. Like, that love language. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm be like, hey, like you know, if there's something that needs to be done, 
like you know and that's funny like because i'm kind of like like twofold too like i organize and then i put the work in too so like you know like it's kind of like you know like i, I kind of fit both of those bills but it's nothing like you know i i i try to so that's what i'm going to keep from her is seeing that you know like hey you know like that's not gonna that's not gonna stress me out because you know like that's that's what i'm built for and that's what i'm gonna do so you know when i go when those things are lacking or even if they're not like she's doing a, a great job like you know honestly like one of the one of the things that i always say when i come back from uh from working like you know if i'm, I'm gone for a couple weeks or whatever like that i'm like hey is everybody alive? Like, you know what I'm saying? Is they nobody like you know, anybody missing any limbs? Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I, I was saying y'all give y'all give those brothers a hand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, hey, that's you know, that's what we do, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and I try to keep it, you know, as far as my expectations, you know, like I try to keep them realistic. I'm not, you know, I use realistic and not low. Like, you know, that's the reason why I say that. I'm like, look, I want to be, you know, like, I want you to have a realistic expectation. Like, I don't, I don't expect to come home every time and see this, you know, immaculate, uh, you know, house, spotless house, you know, with dinner cooked and all that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, like, hey, as long as like, as long as you're okay mentally, physically, you know, like that's good enough for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I know like, you know, like I got what I need, you know, because you know, like, you know, I'm going to be, I want like, you know, I pray for myself. I'm going to pray for her, you know, like I'm going I'm to fit all those bills. Like, you know, like wherever that, wherever that slack is, you know, me as the leader, you know, like I'm going to pick up that slack, you know, instead of looking back and being like, hey, you need to speed up. Like, no, I'm going to slow down, you know, or hey, you need to pick your weight up. You know, it's like, no, I go to the gym. Let me get stronger. So that way I can lift more weight, you know, so I can, you know, carry us you know but really just kind of ease us into that you know to that trouble spot because there's going to be times whether it's not just physically or spiritually that you know like you know i might be lacking you know and i hope that she would pick up that slack as well too and be like hey you know what like you know she tells me i say hope but you know i, I mean that i don't mean that uh <laughs> Purposefully, I understand. I'm speaking in general here, kind of here, <laughs> general. But uh, you know, so like, yeah, like you know, so she picks up that slack, you know, as far as like, uh, you know, lifting up the, the prayers or you know, picking up around the house a little bit or whatever. Like, you know, like even putting it in more perspective. And that's this is gonna be the last point. Is like bringing it back to like the whole like the whole dating thing and everything and being intentional with that. You know, it's like. Uh, I'm trying to uh, be more intentional with that as far as like, you know, figuring out different ways to to make the dating life a little bit uh, better just because of the like, you know, our schedule or whatever. But I'm like, hey, you know, I'm like, hey, like, just tell me where I need to go, you know, because I can only do so many things like, you know, like I can only be I can only be creative and put the work in and do, you know, I can only do so many. I only got so many hands, you know, so it's like, hey, you know, but I will facilitate that, you know, as soon as it's like, hey, you know, I need to go somewhere, you know, I'm not, it's, hey, everything stops, everything pauses, like, you know what I'm saying? Let's, you know, we gotta, I gotta do something about this, you know, I take that, you know, priority. So that's, that's pretty much uh, how I see that is going back to the uh, main point here is the fact of, you know, like I'm going to, uh, 
uh, deal with it by, and I'm pretty sure I, I forgot the, the actual question, but I'm going to take that, like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to put more work in than to step back and be like, you know, point the finger, you know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure that, uh, that answered the question. We got to roll the tape back, but, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that's about. You good, you good, you good, Okay. Um. What was the next question? Oh yeah. So, what are, what would you say are some myths, marital myths, that you all had to break? It's all good. Right now. <laughs> um, marital myths. I I'm just gonna name one. Um, but one that I hear, I guess, the most often. And I guess it's because I'm a stay-at-home mom. Um, I always hear things like, you need to have something put up for yourself. Um, and I think that for, I would say it's a myth. It, my perspective is, if I believe that we're not going to get divorced and I believe that God has our marriage, why should I be putting up this money or this protection in case that happens? Like, I believe that we're so rooted in God that that's not an option. I'm not going to say I trust God and say I trust my husband and then be, you know, saving up for that rainy day, you know, without him. I think that, <laughs> I, right, I think that we, like, we're, I, you know, and it's, and it's not to say that I don't know what's going on. Like, we're both, we both uh, take care of the, like, he's, he's the one that does the finances, but I know what's going on. Um, so when... I hear, sometimes I don't hear it so much as a safety measure of if something happens to him, you need to have this. I always hear it as if he leaves you, you need to have this. Um, I think even with us having our kids back to back, it was, man, like, you know, why Why is he getting, um, this, is, this is a little TMI, but we were even asked, why was he the one getting a vasectomy and not me getting my tubes tied? I'm like, we're married, so why does it matter who does what, <laughs> you know? You know, it, it shouldn't matter, you know? So, because at, at the end of the day, the responsibility for these children fall on both of us. So actually, I would say that's two of the marital myths that we've heard, that we've had to, you know, to break and not get wrapped up in. That was such a good one about the money. Because <laughs> I work at a and it just baffles me how many married people keep their stuff separate or they don't know what's going on and it's no judgment but I just I can't wrap my head around it like is there something in the back of your mind where you feel like you have to have your own little cushion I don't know but I see it so much right and it's it's mine it's mind boggling <laughs> yeah for me personally um I don't think there's any marriage myth that we had to break more so it was some marriage thing we had to create because for me my parents my parents wasn't married and i didn't see anything close of what marriage was or what it's supposed to be like growing up i'm from tampa florida and my mom got seven boys and one girl four of us have the same dad and everybody else has different fathers and um so i didn't know what marriage was supposed to be like until i got saved and then i started looking at it biblically so I had to learn from what I didn't have and create what I wanted. 
So there's no marriage myth that I had to break. It's just some marriage stuff that I had to create. Like, you know what? It's not going to be like this. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be more like this. And this brother from the church, I like the way he holds his white hand. And man, a black man can get married and stay faithful. That's what I want to see. Or, you know, I was, it wasn't until I was like 18, 19 years old that I stopped wearing earrings because I seen none of, them, none of the brothers in my church wear earrings. So I had to take it out of my ear like, that man of God ain't wearing earrings. So stuff like that I had to create based off the man of God I seen in my church that looked like me. So I had to create a lot of things. That's, that's good. And that's what, that's that, as well. Yes, that, that's really how it is a lot of times. Um, uh, we 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 testified to that also that um, as much as we love our families and as much as some people have had and, and experienced so many successes when it comes to marriage that was an ish that was an area where we found ourselves pioneering. Um, one of the things we had to we one of the myths we uh, broke was uh, uh, blowing up and ending everything just just because of an argument. Um, those are one of the marital myths that, uh, or maybe this is a trend too, that, that we've seen. And um, but what we found was again, uh, what's really causing it. And once we started uh, putting that, in the work, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. That and you know trying to fix the problem, you know, with yeah. the person that you with. Because I mean, if you quit and you decide to go and be with someone else, you're gonna have to fix it when you're with them. And you know, who knows how long that may take. Not only that, you may reset and go back, you know, and it may be worse than what you were in before. Why not fix the one that you're in with now? Um, one of the biggest myths um, that I found was that you have your marriage has to be in trouble for you to have marital counseling. Um, oh, we yes, believe in premarital counseling and current counseling, like healthy married couples just should get mental health, like should go see a therapist. You don't have to have issues or problems, but you're gonna have different seasons. Like when you first started dating and now that you have many kids or when one of you stops working and one of you gets sick, you're constantly changing. So you constantly need someone from the outside in pouring into your marriage, whether you have issues or not. Sometimes counseling can foresee issues so that you don't have to go through those issues. So a lot of people think that counseling is just for if you're having issues. But what we found was counseling is so that you don't have all of issues. Do it. Do it now. Who is waiting on your voice? You have a message people need to hear. Stop putting it off and do it. Do it now. The And Believe Podcast Network is here to advance your vision. Let's start your podcast today.